0: This is the Guillermo Moreno show. America, America, come back to me baby. Please
1: don't run away, I need you
2: son. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want
1: answers?
0: I want
2: the truth. You can't handle the truth. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You.
1: I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom.
2: I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you
3: think you are entitled to.
4: The Christian community in Fresno is finally united. Better late than never, as I always say. Better late than never. They have united, and it was a successful respectful loving showing in downtown fresno we need the christian community we need the church to get political i know i know that the church should be separate and i know the arguments i know trust me i I get it but jim franklin pastor jim franklin from cornerstone community church you had a pastor there obviously anthony flores was there adventure church north point church and I, I gave my, I gave my statement to Larry Powell today so I'm missing I, I didn't keep it but they had two to three different pages of churches in Fresno that united to speak out against the raising of the pride flag in the prayer that we, we played the prayer many times on the air that called Jesus Christ scandalous one that called him the ultimate transgressor I mean which was r- really insulting to Christians. They united in calling that prayer out, saying that it was wrong. They were united in saying that the Fresno Chaffee Zoo Pride Night, after-hours Pride Night, was not appropriate for our kids. This is a good thing. It is a little too late. And um, I'm going to have Jim Franklin on in the next segment, and I'm going to ask him the question is, these people are already in, in office. The Unfortunately, this the damage is done. Like they, the pride flag has been flown. The pride night is taking place at the Fresno Chaffee Zoo. And you all know my thoughts about it. My thoughts are like, hey, you know, it is what it is. Let's just all move on. But the churches have now decided to band together and do something about it. I wish it would have happened sooner. I don't want to, I'm not belittling the churches. I have never want to do that. You know, I'm a Christian. You know, I'm Seventh-day Adventist. My church actually didn't even stand up for this, which is was, which was really bothersome but we need churches to unite and we need churches to become political players we have to because if we don't organize if the churches don't organize and i believe that the churches in this community can have some really big voting power and i don't want to the, i don't want to mitch i don't want to mix the church and state but th- this is huge the church has to speak out they have to speak out in fresno and and Full disclosure, because, you know, that's what I give you every day on this show. Disclosure is that I was really disappointed when none of the churches besides Adventure Church really stood up for themselves in, that, in the Tower District and that whole fiasco. I was really disappointed that—I know a lot of churches helped out in the background. I get it. But, you know, Pastor Anthony Flores, poor guy, kind of went it alone. So that, that's a conversation for another day. But I want to play for you if you missed it. If you missed out on— and I'm going to play the opposition because we actually went over to the opposition side, and I'll play that audio uh, for you in just a bit. But I want to play for you the audio of the statement, the joint statement that the church has made. Okay? The church has made a joint statement, and I'm playing for you the audio from the dais that occurred earlier today at Eaton Park.
0: We are also grateful, American citizens, and realize some of our neighbors disagree with our faith. We respect their First Amendment freedoms to do so, but government leaders should not publicly promote an ideology that fundamentally opposes vast numbers of their constituents.
4: Now now and't I I, again, I, I don't have my list with me, but the, these pastors all spoke on a, they had a prepared statement, and that was the first pastor, and he said, "Hey, we respect your First Amendment freedom of speech." and basically saying, you could do what if if you are gay or if you're a member of the LGBTQ+ plus community, we respect your right. You know, you go out there, you have a parade, you 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 have a right to say whatever you want. And in fact, there were some some signs in the crowd uh, that were mocking Christian that were mocking Christians. And the LGBTQ plus community has that right to to make those signs. And so they're saying, hey, we respect that right. but but but, but the moment when Jerry Dyer and other elected officials stand behind you, at the seat of government, which is City Hall, now we got a problem. Let's continue. We are also grateful. No, no, I want, I want to go further ahead.
0: We are also deeply concerned with the Fresno Chaffee Zoo hosting a drag queen show, followed by a meet and greet where children will be present.
4: Now, I want to be—I want to be transparent here that the children that are present are going to be from the LGBTQ family members that bring their children there. So this is not a public event; it's it's a private event. But nonetheless, I, I still, I don't like it, but it, it is what it is. Jesus calls us to love all people. We all need God's mercy and
0: grace, and we must extend that grace to one another. However, that grace does not come at an expense of truth. We cannot be silent concerning openly dangerous or offensive behaviors. Not speaking in itself is speaking, and not acting in itself is acting.
4: You're listening to statements from the the pastors that were in attendance today, uh, speaking as jointly at a at prepared statement against the pride flag waving mayor Jerry Dyer and city council, listening to a, a very offensive prayer and the Fresno Chaffee Zoo Pride Night.
2: We call all believers across Fresno and Clovis, third day of prayer and fasting this Friday. June 24th. Please join us in seeking God's face and asking him to bring revival to our city, our state, and our nations. These positions are not political, they are biblical. We love this community and are grateful to minister here while we're standing faithful to God and his Word.
4: All right, so I want to make a couple points because after I have Jim Franklin on in the next segment, I want to play for you audio. Should I give you... So that that was the the, the, the organized church, the churches of Fresno that that did that. I want to play for you one clip, one audio clip of the opposition because right after this, I I walked over to the opposition and the opposition was meeting right in front of City Hall. The LGBTQ community was meeting right outside of City Hall. And I want to play this for you because that was the church the church meeting all right the church groups meeting and there was about 300 people there that was huge there was, was a lot of people there was a, a big support the lgbtq community also came out and met at city hall this is one of the speakers and they had maybe about 30 people listen to what uh, to what she has to say
5: their type of religion and life is centered around control and centered around christian supremacy and so They need to be in control and even though they're very loud and they're very active, um, there's a lot of them over there I hear, um, they are a growing minority, they're getting smaller and smaller. The world is evolving and they're stuck and that's why. They're mad. And the world is evolving because of so many brave advocates and lovers and people before us who chose to be themselves. And for people like you out there who are choosing to be yourselves and um, choosing your own divinity and the divinity of this world, the the divinity of community here over the fear. And really what I don't think they're afraid of us. I think they're afraid of themselves and their God because their structure is built to be afraid Uh. of their God and when you're looking for divinity or peace i don't understand how that could be helpful or wanted by any of them um they talk of concern for family members when they're the ones that kick family members out they're the ones that make us deal with the trauma of being estranged from our parents or knowing they're disappointed in us um so i feel like they have a lot of nerve talking about being family friendly
4: all right, I think we have a lot of miscommunication going on here between the LGBTQ community and between the Christian community. I think there's a lot of miscommunication. First thing I want to tell everyone on both sides is not every LGBTQ member is a liberal and not every conservative Christian is a Republican. That's number one. This this does not fall according to political lines, okay? That's number one. Number two, the LGBTQ plus community needs to— needs to realize that whatever experience they had in their home is not reflective of everybody else. It's not reflective of every other household. What happens in your home if your parents didn't accept you for for, for being who you are, don't translate that experience and think that all conservative Christians or Christians are doing that. I keep saying conservative. It's, it's Christians. That's number 1. Don't do that experience don't pretend that that experience applies to everybody and to the LGBTQ plus community, not all Christians, the majority of them, they, they don't hate you. So this entire notion of they hate us, they don't like us, they don't want us to exist, that is not true. And if there is a Christian that is out there telling you that you are going to hell, thats they have no reason, they, they shouldn't be passing that judgment. No one can. So I want to tell the LGBTQ plus community that there shouldn't be anyone telling you that. And when we come back, Pastor Jim Franklin uh, is going to be up next. He was the organizer of this joint statement that was had today at Eaton Plaza. And I have more audio because either the LGBTQ community is is over. How do I? How should I say this? They they are either horribly wrong or they're really stretching the truth on what's happening to them and the Fresno Chaffee Zoo night. They say they've gotten death threats. We'll talk about that when we come back. Up next, Pastor Jim Franklin, organizer of the event against the city. Prayer LGBT pride flag in Fresno Chaffee Zoo. We'll be right back.
0: The Guillermo Moreno Show on the best
4: talk in town. 1550 KXEX. Write it down. Really happy that we have Pastor Jim Franklin from Cornerstone, Pastor Jim Franklin, one of the organizers from today's uh, statement that was made publicly at Eaton Plaza. Pastor Jim Franklin did a fantastic job in organizing this, getting all the Fresno Christian churches together. Pastor, are you there? I am here. So I have a couple of questions because I, you know, I've been conflicted. And you know, talking to a pastor is great when you're conflicted because they can help you out, right?
3: We'll try. We'll
4: try. All right. Let's.
3: let's, I, let's... I have faith. I don't know if I have that much faith.
4: <laughs> I love it. So I, I read the statement, which which I thought was was well written. And I, I guess the two questions that I have is this: this is really um, uh, a two part issue that the that the Christian. Can I call it the Christian community? I guess. And it's, I guess it doesn't include everyone in the Christian community. I. Uh, those so that... it
3: would be those who signed on to the the document
4: okay so so those that sign on to the document and and, and help me if i'm wrong so the two issues are one the flag raising of the of, of the pride flag a couple of weeks ago and the prayer and the second issue is the fresno chaffee zoo
3: yeah you can break it that way i would probably put it even as three issues but you can put the first two together okay now i, I guess with the the flag
4: raising and the prayer uh the The churches that have signed on really had a, had a big issue with the elected officials showing up, and pretty much by their presence, they were endorsing the pride flag being raised and this prayer uh, where they called God uh, the ultimate transgressor and scandalous. And uh, th- that's essentially w- one of the main points, correct, from today's well, statement?
3: Well, that's why I would divide the two. The issue concerning the uh, pride flag over City Hall— That is a flag that, uh, whereas very much accepted by the LGBTQ community, is not accepted by a vast majority of people within the community, specifically the Christian community, the Muslim community, people of faith, the, the Jewish community. So then to raise that flag over City Hall obviously then brings division. We want City Hall to be a place that unites and so uh, my my view is that it should be a flag that is inclusive of everyone. The United States flag, the California flag, the city of Fresno flag, those are the flags that we all are united under. We'd like to see that instead of a flag, and it wouldn't just be the pride flag, it would be any flag then that divides up the community. And I think the idea of Eaton Park Plaza was a great idea that that is then where those types of flags would be raised on holidays and special events and those types to show the inclusion of those into the community. So that would be the issue of the flag that we think that that was not the best choice to make and that it brought more division that it would be unity. That's that's my thoughts, Pastor. But ha- hasn't
4: that you know, <laughs> no pun intended. But hasn't that flag flown already? Like this is that ship has sailed. We are they decided they're still going to allow it. Are we just relitigating something? What, what why why was why didn't we make a bigger deal about it when this was actually, you know, in the mayor's office, the mayor was thinking about it. The mayor went back and forth on it. It, It's kind of like we're relitigating the past. I agree with you. I agree with, I agree with everything you
3: said, but it's- Well, I think, so the more opportunity we have to get that into the public square, just because that policy is intact right now does not mean that that policy has to stay. And I think this is, especially, then we bring in the prayer that even more- was the example of what we were talking about. This is what's going to happen that is going to make this more divided a community than bringing one community together. And then the prayer gives us the example, or this is what we told you would happen, and now it's happening. So that's why the prayer then links to the flag. I believe in people's rights to pray. I believe they can pray any way that they want to pray. I believe in freedom of speech and freedom of religion. I, want to, I don't want to be uh, editing people's prayers and approving people's prayers. That's not what I'm about. But what, when we do that at City Hall and we do it uh, in front of that flag, which is the City Hall flags— then we're opening a whole new arena that why would we want to be offensive? If it was any other religion, I would not want someone to get up there and refer to Allah or to the to Mohammed in those types of terms. I think people would find that very offensive and would say that shouldn't be done, especially at City Hall or if they were to attack Abraham, uh, the Jewish uh, uh, lineage there. So those are the types of things. So when suddenly that happens to those of us who are Christians, it's like people are entitled to their opinion. I don't want to censor prayers, but yet to do that at City Hall does seem a little disingenuous and, and lends into the argument that we make of why that flag shouldn't be flown there or any other divisive flag. I agree. I guess I guess my first
4: you know, my first amendment freedom of speech I guess is more I don't want to say liberal, but I it is what it is. If you're out there, you wanna it's a seat of government do whatever as long as you're not as long as you're not harming someone so that's why i, I didn't give any credence to this prayer i did not even know about it until uh you know our, our our my inner circle said hey listen did you hear the prayer i don't even know about it it's it's almost as if we were giving them such a big platform by i mean i'm talking about it on the guillermo moreno show I, mean, I should i shouldn't be talking about this gas prices are out you know insane biden wants to save us just 18 cents it seems like the more we actually just pay attention to this we're giving you know we're, we're giving them so much attention i'll tell you what happened Uh, I went to the uh, I went to the statement this morning. I walked right on over because, of course, the the pride uh, LGBT group had an event and I stood there. And, you know, I'll I'll play the audio later on in the show. Uh, Miguel Arias came. Biggest smile. Uh, He had a pride flag and he put it in front of me and took a picture of me smiling in front of the in front of the pride flag. So apparently I'm sure that'll that'll come out eventually that Guillermo supports pride. I want that, that 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 photo was was staged by Miguel Arias. But he said, you know, Guillermo, he goes, I was over there. And, you know, you had tons of pastors over there. You know there was homeless people there. And, and, and you need to tell me if this is true, Pastor. Uh, he said not, they didn't offer to help the homeless. They didn't offer to – I, I saw nobody offering help to the homeless that were gathered at Eaton Plaza. Uh, that's what Miguel Arias told me. Is, was, did, were, were there homeless people? Did that actually happen?
3: I, I saw homeless people when we came up. I don't have to set and defend uh the the church that I pastor on our record of helping those that are in need. True, very true. Helping the homeless. And so to bring those types of arguments up really in, in my opinion is a little disingenuous. We have a homeless problem. We need to quit fighting each other about that and try to figure out how we can work together. And I think the church has proven itself, and not just my church, but several churches in this community — People's Church, Cross City uh, — that that have lent a hand and reached out to help those that are in need, and probably one of the largest uh, agencies that has done that without any government help. So to point fingers at the church and at pastors on that issue really becomes hollow when you look at the truth of the record.
4: and I also want to let our listeners know that when I was attending the the Pride LGBT conference right after there was a, a 5150 case that was occurring right next door in the city hall to come out and escort her so I, I just want I want to make sure that everyone knows you know what what, what goes down and you know I, I want everyone to have the truth so so here's my here's the biggest question that I think a lot of conservatives have uh, in, in the on the and I'll say the far right movement. The question of of Mayor Jerry Dyer. Mayor Jerry Dyer was there during the prayer. Uh, He has really been silent. I haven't heard a statement come out of the mayor's office about this. I know the Christian community and the churches were were on board with Mayor Jerry Dyer when he ran for office. I've heard some stories uh, where the Christian community even encouraged Jerry Dyer to run. Have you had any conversations with the mayor regarding the pride flag, the prayer, and the Chaffee Zoo? Yes, And is he reconsidering his positioning?
3: Well, obviously, the conversations that I have with him as a friend, a longtime friend, and in the position that I am to hopefully be able to help him and to speak into him, I don't think it serves for me then to talk about private conversations that we have uh, the scripture is very clear for pastors, for Christians, that we are to pray for those that are in authority. I can't imagine what it would be like to sit in that seat of government or in any seat of government the pressure that they must be under. Now, I don't agree with everything that uh, the mayor has done, nor do I agree with everything the city council has done. I don't agree with everything that my wife has done. I still get along with her, and we've been doing this for over 40 years, and we plan on continuing to do that. It's not that I have to agree with everybody on everything. I wanna make this a better community. And when we as citizens and as politicians learn more to look for what we have in common and how we can work together on these issues and and make our voice known. And hopefully that's what we did today on these issues that uh, the mayor will will hear us, the city council will hear us, others uh, that are engaged in this issue, the zoo will hear us to know that we have concerns. I believe they'll be responsive to that.
4: Yeah, I, I hope so too. I, I really do. The, the mayor hasn't come on my show. I, I requested it seven times, but I, I I don't have a gripe. I just you know I, I love I love for the mayor to come on because the reality is, and and I feel this way. Uh, when he was running for office, he he courted the conservative vote in this town, and I I don't feel that he's he's delivered, and even more so, I think he's you know with with the Christian community and the Christian conservatives. I think we. Um, We're left like we uh, are unsupported, and we're just kind of standing there holding the bag. But that's just that's my opinion. The Chaffee Zoo. uh, We have I have a couple minutes left here with you, uh, Pastor Jim Franklin. Uh, The Chaffee Zoo. This is another issue, and I'm not sure if you heard my show yesterday. Uh, It is what it is. It's after hours. Yeah, taxpayer money is going for it. I get it. it. Again, same thing with the prayer. I think we're 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 shining the light on it, and I think we're giving it more press than it actually even deserves. I, I heard the speakers of the LGBTQ community saying that we were targeting them, that they were getting death threats, that the drag queen's putting on this this thing at the at the at the zoo we're getting death threats. and never fe- And and I'm I'm not sure whether that's true or not. We're going to put in a request to FPD to see if these these death threats were um, were acted upon or are actually valid. But it just seems like we're 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 making a big yeah. issue out of out of something and, and if we why don't we have Christian night at at the Fresno well, Chaffee's that- I don't support it. But believe me, I don't support it, but it just this is I don't know if this is the right hill.
3: Well, let me clearly say that I would condemn any act of violence and targeting of individuals because I myself have been targeted. I've had death threats against me and, and my family and actual attempts to carry those out. So I understand that pressure, and I would condemn violence of any type on any side that would take place. That's not the attitude. And people say, well, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But we can't sit idly by and merely allow something to happen because it's going to happen without speaking out on that issue. I'm concerned about the sexualization of our children. I'm concerned about this pathway that we are walking down, that we are seeing it in our public square. I don't think it's proper entertainment. I don't think it's something that's appropriate for children. Uh, I think it needs, the spotlight needs to be placed upon it. What's, what's the next thing then? Is it uh, Drag Queen Story Hour at our public schools? Is it in our libraries? Is it at City Hall? I just don't think that this is the type of agenda that uh, that the zoo should be carrying out. We have a great zoo here. We just passed Measure Z. People believe in that zoo. I don't know if that's what they thought they were helping to support. Uh, they, I think they were going to make it a better zoo for the animals, not necessarily to have these types of events sponsored by the zoo. Now, they say well, it's after hours. I understand that. It's private. Well, anybody can get uh, a, an invitation to it. I understand that, and they say, "Well, it's private money that's doing this." Well, if you don't have a place to do it, you can't do it, and they're doing it at the zoo, and there's no way to deny that that is public funds that help that zoo to be what it is. So, I don't know if we're going to stop it. I don't think that's our point. We want to make, we want to show our concerns of the zoo being utilized by activists to advance an agenda.
4: Yeah, Uh, Pastor Jim Franklin, you did a great job organizing this. I. I just one last question: Is is the Christian community going to come out and be more vocal because the city government? I think our nation as well. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of political issues where I think it would do us well to band together. I mean, you had a great you had a great attendance today. I mean, there was there must have been over you know 300 people, and if I were the Fresno B, I'd be saying there was like 3,000 people there. You know, there was a lot of people there. Are we are we going to harness this and really and really? Uh, and really continue this advocacy on on our behalf because i feel like sometimes our churches just you know we all go to our corners and and we just and well i'm not saying we i don't pastor a flock but it, you know we we keep to our flocks and that's it i mean we we have we have legitimate concerns and and we are a big voting block and if we get together we wouldn't even be having most of these conversations right now
3: we didn't organize this to be a political movement this was organized by pastors to speak into our community to be salt and light as Scripture tells us to be. And the Scripture is very clear that if that salt is not applied, if it, if it just stays in the shaker, it's really good for nothing. So I think that speaks to your point. I think the church should speak to the issues of today, not from a political standpoint, but from a biblical standpoint. And that's what we did today.
4: Amen to that. Pastor Jim Franklin, Cornerstone Church, appreciate you, appreciate you putting this together. And we come back, I'll have more audio for you today from this joint statement and from the opposition as well here on the Best Talk in Town Talk Radio, 1550 KXEX. Pastor Jim Franklin, thank you so much. Thank you. The Guillermo
0: Moreno Show on the Best Talk in Town, 1550 KXEX.
4: Write it down. A big thank you to Pastor Jim Franklin. Again, thank you, Pastor Jim Franklin, for organizing that. And thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. And don't forget, celebrate America. We love America, don't we? We love it just like Don J. Trump loved America. right? Remember when he came out hugging old glory? I'd hug old glory, even if she didn't give me permission. Now, I want to be clear. I'm talking about the American flag here, all right? I don't want any anybody to say that I'm hugging someone against their will. You know, I wouldn't do that. I don't, I don't even like shaking hands, really. Be honest. I anyhow, I, but it, unless they're listeners. I'll shake my listeners' hand. But anybody else? I don't want to shake your hand. We got a... Uh, oh, my mic went out there. My mic go out or my headphones? These things are only like eight years old. I'm not getting rid of them. I'm, I, I'm not getting rid of them. I don't I'm care if I sound crackly uh, in my own ear. I'm not getting rid of my headphones. All right. I don't even know where to go. Let, let's, let's finish up this audio because I want you to hear... What the LGBTQ community? Well, oh, it's AI now. Okay, so I found out that the flag is also now changed. They, it is not the rainbow anymore with the triangle, pink and white and brown. They have now they have a circle in the in the triangle. Now, I I don't know. I, I'm just trying to keep up, really. I I don't know what the circle represents, but nonetheless, when I was attending their uh, opposition to the statement today, this is some of the audio that I heard. Now, the first bit I'm going to replay because uh, if you maybe you were walking to the car as you're heading out of work, you did not catch this first audio bit. Here is one of the LGBTQ organizers, QAI, sorry, QAI organizers talking about the statement, the joint statement made by multiple of uh, multiple churches in the city of Fresno.
5: Their type of... Religion and life is centered around control and centered around Christian supremacy and so They need to be in control and even though they're very loud and they're very active um, There's a lot of them over there I hear um, They are a growing minority. They are getting smaller and smaller The world is evolving and they're stuck and that's why They're mad, and the world is involving because of so many brave advocates and lovers and people before us who chose to be themselves, and for people like you out there who are choosing to be yourselves, and um, choosing your own divinity and the divinity of this world, the the divinity of community here over the fear. And really what, I don't think they're afraid of us. I think they're afraid of themselves and their God because their structure is built to be afraid of their God. And when you're looking for divinity or peace, I don't understand how that could be helpful or wanted by any of them. They talk of concern for family members when they're the ones that kick family members out. They're the ones that make us deal with the trauma of being estranged from our parents or knowing they're disappointed in us. Um, So I feel like they have a lot of nerve talking about being family-friendly.
4: So a couple of things I want to address here. Number one, uh, she called Christians the Christian supremacy, that we're pushing Christian supremacy. In no way, and I don't, I don't, I can't believe I have to refute this, but the Christians are not are not discriminating upon, and we're not trying to shove people in different. It's there's no Christian supremacy, because they they're they're hearkening this to white supremacy. We're not, you know, the Christian community today. If you were out there, they didn't, they, they didn't, they was all prepared statement. They were kind, they were nice, they were smile. There was there was nothing of the sort. There was there's no Christian supremacy. And I, you know, you know, this, if you, if you listen to my show and if, if you're out in public, you know, that there is no, there is, there's absolutely no Christian supremacy. This, this statement is, is just wrong on, on its face. She also says that Christians would just want to control. We just want to control people. I don't know if, if she's, you know, noticed, but yeah, the Christians have a, just, they have trouble controlling their own flock. Let's just be real. They, they can't even, so some, some churches can't even control their own flock. They don't want to control you. The issue is this. The issue is you called our God scandalous, ultimate transgressor. You insulted our faith. If you were to insult the Muslim faith, Muslims would be pretty upset about it. If you called Allah the ultimate transgressor scandalous, uh, the Muslims wouldn't like it. If you were to do that with any of the Hindi gods, they wouldn't like it. So, no, no one's trying to control you. We're just saying, hey, you said something. We didn't like it. And by the way, when you said it, you had Jerry Dyer standing right behind you. We don't like that either. That's really what we're saying. She also said that the Christians are getting smaller and smaller. And then you heard a bunch of like, yay, yay. I'm not even going to respond to that. She said the world is evolving. The world is evolving because of advocates. She's actually right on that one. The LGBTQ movement has evolved because of their strong advocacy and i want to tell my christian brothers that if we advocate for our causes we would have equal success so please churches band together what you did today you need to do more often and i hate to say it but obviously you got to do it during political season and you got to get involved in political races i no longer am going to accept from any any clergy any pastor any any priest anybody to say you know what Son, we're going to leave that to the, you know, God's work is God's work and this is other work. No, 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 no. Back this train up. You're not involved. Things like this happen. Simple, period. And then she goes on to say, and this is very interesting, and this is this is kind of an evolution of what I told you guys about earlier, uh, a couple of weeks ago, earlier on in the year. She said, you know, you, you we, we appreciate our own Divinity. We appreciate our own divinity and we find divinity in this community. The this there's this notion that your truth, your divinity is is subjective into you. If you think you're holy, then you're holy. If you believe something to be true, even if it's an outright lie, it is true. This this concept here is being ingrained into our kids. It's being ingrained into American culture. This is why we're talking about weird stuff in 2022. Honestly, this is why we're talking about men dressed in women's clothes reading to your kid at the, at the county library because they believe that that is okay and they believe that that is their truth. You got to be very careful with this rationale because this is what they're teaching your kids. They're telling your child, hey, you want to be a girl? You're, you're a little boy? That's fine. That's fine. You want to be a dinosaur? You could be a dinosaur too. Clearly, you can't. You can't be a dinosaur. And you can't be something that you weren't born into. But let, let, let me say this: it's your decision. Hundred percent. I don't want to tell you how to live your life, and Christians are not telling LGBTQ plus members how to live their life. Here's clip. Uh, here's clip four. Uh, he, and I believe this is, is this a gentleman here? I think it is. And this is the, the well, I don't. I I shouldn't be gendering, you know, especially here. You know what I'm saying?
0: You know, there are some loud, angry ugly people that are saying hateful things, but there's so many more beautiful people like yourself supporting us, so I really do appreciate that. I just kind of was overwhelmed by the hate messages, the death threats. This is the kind of first time I've been receiving this. And for a while I kind of said, you know, I didn't sign up for this. But after sleeping on it, I realized this is exactly what I signed up for, because I'm not going to back down. The... Saying messages a lot, why now, why can't you just stay in the clubs, why can't, where are you all coming from? We've been here, we're just not afraid of you anymore. Got it? Any of the LGBTQ youth, anybody that has not come out yet, anybody that might be the child of some of these horrible parents, you have a family right here waiting for you.
4: And I want to be very clear, at no time did the pastors and the, and the Christian community insult the LGBTQ members they we, they never said hey your guys you are sinning you're wrong you're doing this. No, no no but you heard it from him these are ugly call he called, he called the, the, the Christians you're ugly you're bad parents you're horrible parents and the insults kept coming and I'm gonna say that love kind of showed up early this morning when these folks were getting ready to go
1: over there and start spewing their hate in thunder and lightning and hail did they get the message I don't know Being queer, being a lesbian, Christian, minister, faith leader, potty mouth, tattooed, all of it. My button says Jesus would slap the out of you. People have left my church because of me. That's okay. I've been kicked out of church because of me. And that's okay, too.
4: That was a, I don't know what church she she she's a pastor of but uh, she was a, a member of the clergy all right here is the final clip from uh from today and i want to play this one is this uh producer is this the female at the end okay yeah here we go this is lgbtq uh counter protest to the joint statement from the christian faiths today at city hall
1: and i'm going to leave you with a little poem that i found that i really really love and i said it at the pulpit the other day it's called jesus at the gay bar there, there he is, oh my gosh. <laughs> in the midst of it, right in the center of the dance floor. Robes hitched up to his knees so that he could make every spin. At some point in the evening, a boy will touch the hem of his robe and beg to be healed. Beg to be anything other than this. And he will reach his arms out, sweat damp and weary from the dance. He will cup that boy's face in his hand. And say what we affirming ministers say. My beautiful child, there is nothing in this heart or soul of yours that ever needs to be healed. I thank you, and I love you. Amen. Ashe, and aho, Again, thank you all for
0: coming. I, I have no idea. The rest of your day
4: with- I have no idea what most of what she said, Jesus said at a gay bar. It, it's just really, this has really gone into a whole different area. I, I wish... I wish that – I don't know. We can't come to – anyhow, a a good segment's coming up, audio from today. The Guillermo Moreno Show on the best talk in town, 1550 KXEX. Write it down. That's right. Write it down. KXEXradio.com. KXEXradio.com. Joe Biden. Woo. About time. About time. He's going to start working for the American people. 18 cents a gallon. Woo. Don't go. Now, don't go and all spending it in one spot now. I don't know why I have a, a southern, uh, southern twang there. It's probably because I'm, uh, what's this bumper by Fancy Like. There you go. Probably because I'm listening to some country bumpers. Why so I'm talking a lot of this, but Joe Biden giving us 18 cents, hot diggity dog, 18 cents a gallon. Woo! I'm about to go buy me. A, what can you get for 18 cents? I don't think you can buy because you buy is gum even 18 cents now? I know the little? Uh, anyway, all right, producer. That's what Joe Biden doing everything he can and uh, listen to what Joe Biden uh, had to say today about the gas prices. Again, it was Putin's
2: fault. Uh, that Putin, I tell you, up to no good and up to no good. Thanks to our historic economic recovery, which fortified state budgets that had been hurt in the pandemic, states are now in a strong position to be able to afford to take some of these actions. Yeah, but gas prices are really high, Joe. I know my Republican friends claim we're not producing enough oil, and I'm limiting oil production. Quite frankly, that's nonsense.
4: Uh, You're also lying.
2: The issue isn't oil production alone. The problem is the refining of that oil into gas at the pump? Uh not, uh, not according to my recollection, buddy. In the last two weeks, the price of oil has fallen by more than $10 a barrel. Normally, this reduced the cost of the pump about 25 cents a gallon. Yet, so far, gas stations have only reduced prices by a few cents a gallon.
4: Ah, uh, those greedy gas stations, Joe. I tell you, who el-
2: who else is at fault? These are not normal times. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you are paying for the product. Again, it's not Joe. It's not Joe. Whose fault is it? Since the start of the war in Ukraine this year, gas prices have risen by almost $2 a gallon in the United States and sometimes more around the world.
4: Yeah, you know, facts are just those pesky little things. He says that since the Ukraine war, they've been up $2. From election day until Putin decided to invade, gas prices had shot up by a dollar 50. So it's not Putin or Ukraine because gas prices were already over a dollar 50 during the Biden administration.
2: We could have turned a blind eye to Putin's murderous ways and the price of gas wouldn't have spiked the way it has. I believe that would have been wrong. So basically, uh if if you are if you
4: are complaining about the gas prices did you want joe to just turn a blind eye to putin
2: huh all those republicans in congress criticizing me today for high gas prices in america yep are you now saying we were wrong to support ukraine not the same buddy are you saying we were wrong to stand up to putin are you saying that we would rather have lower gas prices in america and putin's iron fist in europe i don't believe that
4: there you go so don't complain
2: all right american
4: people Don't stop complaining about me. This is Joe Biden. Don't complain about Joe Biden because if you complain about Joe Biden and his job, you are are against the Ukrainian people. Are you against the Ukrainian people? Then just pump the gas and shut up. That's essentially what he's saying.
2: I promise you I'm doing everything possible. Okay. Everything possible to bring the price of energy down, gas prices down. I want to make sure we all work on this together
4: mm-hmm
2: all right we got to get
4: we, we got to get some happy uh audio clips here but you're going to be saving 18 cents a gallon so if you d- drive a toyota camry three dollars are coming right back to you three dollars thank uncle joe for that if you drive a ford f-150 four dollars and 75 cent man with all this savings woo, woo, four dollars all right uh a police chase in Texas ripped through a golf course when a Range Rover was trying to get away from local police. Here's a golfer and witness Philip Morgan explaining what he saw and how it happened. After we hit a drive out, a Range Rover comes flying over the top of the hill. And it was the best start to a round of golf I've had in a long time. A lot more entertaining than my score usually is. Yeah, well, you know what? Sometimes you just need a good old police chase. You know what I'm saying? A good old police chase. The uh, do, we, do we have enough time for this one? Okay, The Rock sent a video and some cool gifts to kids with disabilities. Teacher who worked with disabled kids at a school district in Ohio invited The Rock to their annual party. He couldn't make it, but he sent a video, plus a gift package for every student, including clothing and an Xbox. Here is a video along with some teachers reacting to The Rock's generosity.
0: I love the video. I loved everybody's performances. I also want to take a moment to shout out all the incredible student peers, yours truly, was once never part of the National Honor <laughs> Society, because you guys are way smarter than I am.
5: This day means so much to us, just because we got to see
0: their
1: faces light up. This is for real, he <laughs> sent them for you.
5: They're gonna have this memory for the rest of their lives, and this is the best day of my career.
4: Ah, uh, Siege needs some more, some, some good feel-good stories. All right. Popular Demand, this is not headline news, I repeat, this is not headline news.
2: This is not headline news. The Duck Dynasty guys have a new show where they go treasure hunting. Don't get too excited. They just pick through each other's beards for loose change and old sesame seeds. (laughs) The director of Elvis says he has a four-hour version. That version includes all the scenes where middle-aged Elvis eats. 2% of Americans have never been to a dentist. There's even a name for them, West Virginians. Uh, And Meryl Streep turned 73 today. She'll be awarded another Oscar for acting surprised at her birthday party tonight. This is not Headline News.
4: (laughs) Oh, we still got time. All right, As, as I promised, I'm trying to save you money so you don't have enough money to go to the water park. Here's an idea.
2: Gas prices are high. Money is low. So here's another budget vacation idea.
4: Hey,
0: kids, we're going to the water park. Yay! That's right. Go out back. I'll spray you with water as cold as a real water park. That's another budget vacation idea. Budget vacation ideas. We couldn't afford a real jingle.
4: There you go. So don't say I'm not giving you ways to save money. With that, plus the 18 cents that you get from Joe Biden, Woo! Man, you're, you're, you're not only smarter listening to the Guillermo Moreno show, but you're going to have a couple of, well, not buckaroos, some change, some change in your pocket. Top of the hour news coming up right after the Legal ID. Don't forget Celebrate America July 3rd. July 3rd, Fresno Fairgrounds, Celebrate America. That's right, Pastor Jim Franklin, Cornerstone Church, 8 p.m. Doors open, top of the hour news coming right up.